0: Curiosity to conversion. That's our subject for this morning. And we see it in this very well known story about Zacchaeus. It is always important to give attention to every word in Scripture. That is aptly illustrated for us here in this incident involving Zacchaeus. Look there at verse 1. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And so we read that the Lord entered and passed through Jericho. And as the Lord did so, he met with Zacchaeus. As he came out of the city of Jericho, the Lord did not stop in Jericho, the Lord did not minister to the people in Jericho, the Lord did not work a miracle in Jericho. It was after he passed through Jericho that he met Zacchaeus. Now, look at the words that we have in chapter 18 of Luke Luke 18 verse 35 and it came to pass that he was come nigh unto Jericho a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging and so here we read of the Lord when he came nigh unto Jericho, he healed the blind man who was sitting by the wayside begging. Then we come to chapter 19 and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. So there we find that the Lord did not stop in the city of Jericho. He ministered to a man before he entered it, and then he ministered to another man when he came out of Jericho. And as I said, every word in Scripture is important. And so, why did the Lord not stop in Jericho? Why did the Lord not minister to anyone? in the city of Jericho or work any miracles there? Well, there's a very good reason for that. You turn to Joshua. In Joshua chapter 6. There in Joshua 6, we read in verses 17 and 18. Of course, we know how it the Lord had given Joshua the victory the walls came down and went right down into the ground now we read in Joshua 6 verses 17 and 18 and the city shall be accursed this is God speaking God says, The city shall be a curse. Even it, and all that are therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. Verse 18 And ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing when you take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it and so we discovered then that this place where the city of Jericho was was cursed of God and being cursed of God the Lord Jesus when he came to minister ministered to the blind man before he entered Jericho and ministered to Zacchaeus when he left Jericho he did not stop in Jericho why? well we just read because the city was cursed of God and as He left Jericho, we're told that he met a man named Zacchaeus. And for this man, who was chief among the publicans, it was a life changing meeting. That day the Lord passed through Jericho and there was Zacchaeus up in the sycamore tree and we read verse 5 and when Jesus came to the place he looked up there's another one of the looks of the Lord he looked up and saw him and said unto him Zacchaeus make haste and come down for today I must abide at thy house the Lord looked up He looked upon Zacchaeus and Zacchaeus came down and that day salvation came to the house of Zacchaeus. And so I want to consider this man Zacchaeus notice his curiosity and how it led to his conversion. That's where we'll begin. Zacchaeus and it's curiosity. Now we all have heard the little proverb, "Curiosity killed the cat." <laughs> well, was the cat curiosity brought him life, life eternal, and life in Christ Jesus? one does notice first of all? Regarding Zacchaeus, one is to notice his person. In verse 2, we're introduced to this person. Verse 2, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. That's how we're introduced to him. But notice, there are two words in that verse two that are not in the original. Notice there they are in italics. Verse two, and behold, there was those two words. There was are in italics, telling us they're not in the original. A translator simply put them there to help add to the sense of the sentence. And so when we remove those two words there was we may now read it and behold a man Mm -hmm. named Zacchaeus. It's almost as if the Spirit of God who's the author of the book at this point wants us to focus on the man. Behold a man named Zacchaeus and so what about this man well let's consider the name of the man behold a man named Zacchaeus it's interesting that the meaning of that name Zacchaeus the meaning of the name is pure so Zacchaeus means pure and so what was in the mind of the parents when they named him Zacchaeus knowing the meaning of his name knowing that his name means pure was it their hope that their son would live a pure, wholesome and honest life, is that what their hope was? Well, before he met the Lord, and before the Lord came into his house and came into his heart, the life of the chaos was anything but pure. It was anything but honest. (coughs) As we will see as we study this man he was dishonest he was a notorious sinner. The words of Titus would aptly describe this man In Titus 1 verse 15 Unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. Unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled that would be an odd description of Zacchaeus as we will see nothing pure but even their mind and conscience is defiled but Titus was not just describing the likes of Zacchaeus but rather those words of Titus describe all of mankind describe all because all are sinners even though some may regard themselves as being pure and righteous God's word tells a very different story Isaiah 64 and verse 6 we are all not some we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rise. that's not some but the prophet tells us all we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rise. Isaiah 64 <coughs> verse 6 and then Job Job asked the question who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean not one that's what Job asked Job 14 verse 4 who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean not one (laughs) that is not one but Christ the Lord Jesus is the only one the one who is the God man is the only one who has the power to cleanse the unclean and make them clean and he does throw to the power the cleansing power of this precious blood as well as his name We notice he was a notable man, a notable man for we are told that Zacchaeus was the chief among the publicans and he was rich. So he was a notable individual. Zacchaeus was the chief among the publicans and he was rich. And the two would go together, as we will see. The word translated publican in the New Testament (coughs) is a word that means tax collector. He was a tax collector for the Roman government. And such individuals were despised by the Jewish people. They were despised not only because of their collecting money for the oppressive Romans but they were always grossly dishonest. Dishonest because they lined their own pockets with money that they collected the money didn't always go to the Romans but they would put that money into their own pockets and that's why they were so despised to the Jew a publican was despised as few others were hence they were described as sinners. You look there at the verse 7 and when they saw it they all murmured saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. That's how the Jews describe Zacchaeus. Because he was a tax collector because he made himself rich at the expense of others. He was a sinner. But with in the eyes of God all men are sinners. All men are sinners. What is sin? It's the want of conformity unto and the transgression of the law of God. That's what sin is. In other words, sin means transgressing the law of God, not keeping God's law, one of conformity unto and transgressing the law of God. And so all men are sinners because there's not a single individual born into this world who has kept all the law of God except Christ. Lord Jesus alone. The psalmist has told us, Psalm 58, verse 3, the wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they are born. They go astray as soon as they be born. It's hard to argue against that. It's hard for anyone who thinks that they're upright and they're good and they're pure. It's hard to argue against God's word. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born. That's how it is with every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. The moment a child is born, the Bible tells us that's when they begin to go astray. You never have to teach a child to be disobedient to you. And the prophet himself, Isaiah, has told us that those very well known words, "All we like sheep have gone astray; we have turned every one to his own way," and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. No exception. All have gone astray. All are sinners in the eyes of God. All have broken His law. Is there any here and you realize that you're a sinner, transgressor of God's law? Do you need the Lord to put matters right in your life? Well, that's what He did for Zacchaeus. And that's what he can do and be willing to do for any single individual. Not what we read there in the past, the end of our reading, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. As well as the person, we have the purpose. We're told about the purpose of this man's account, Verse 3 And he sought to see Jesus who he was and could not for the press because he was little of stature. He sought to see Jesus who he was. So what does that tell us? It tells us Zacchaeus didn't know the Lord. He sought to see Jesus, who he was. He didn't know the Lord. He had evidently heard about him. He sought to see Jesus. But he didn't have a personal knowledge of him. He wanted to see Jesus, who he was my under many chaos in gospel preaching churches even this very morning they've heard about the Lord Jesus but as yet they still don't know him they don't know they've heard about Christ Every Lord's Day they attend the house of God. They have heard about this man, Jesus. But in spite of all what they have heard, in spite of all of what they've been told, they still don't know him. And what a shame that is. And again, am I speaking to anyone today and that's been the story of your life. You've been told about the Lord Jesus from your earliest days. And even yet, many years later, you still don't know him. Just like Zacchaeus, in 1921. read in Matthew 21 and there in verse 9 and the multitude that went before and followed cried saying Hosanna to the son of David blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord Hosanna in the highest and when he was come unto Jerusalem all the city was moved saying who is this They didn't know him. And they were told, this is Jesus the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Who is this? They added that they saw him that day. They saw him <coughs> as he rode through the streets of Jerusalem. They saw the Lord Jesus, but they didn't know him. Who is this, they said. And again, like many, they have seen Christ as he's been preached to them in the gospel. They've seen him outside Jerusalem. They've seen him on the cross. They've seen him hanging there in agony and a They've heard about him. And can you imagine? Even yet they do not know him. Zacchaeus didn't know Christ. Came to see this Jesus who he was. To you know today that someone Someone would come to know the Lord Jesus. Know Him as their Saviour, their friend, and their Redeemer. After all they have heard about Him, and all they've been told about Him, and all that they've seen of Him, would there be a tragedy? For them to pass out into eternity without the one they had known so much about or heard so much about. As well as the person and the purpose they have his pursuit certainly showed a great desire and determination to know the Lord who he was for we are told in verse (laughs) 4 and he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was to pass that way certainly shows his pursuit. First of all, regarding his pursuit, notice the hindrance. He was greatly hindered in his pursuit to know the Lord. For verse 3 tells us, He could not for the press He wanted to see this Jesus, who he was, but he could not for the press because he was level of stature. He could not for the press. The press. Where have we read about the press before? Well, over in Mark's Gospel. In the chapter 2 there we read verses 3 and 4 and they came unto him bringing one sick of the palsy which was born of four and when they could not come nigh unto him for the press they uncovered the roof where he was and when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And so the four friends of the man who was sick of the palsy, they met the same hindrance. and was the press. The Lord was in a certain house And many people had heard the Lord was in that house and they cried at around the entrance. And those with the man with the sick of the palsy, they couldn't get in through the door because of the press, because of the crowd. They were hindered. But they didn't let that stop them. No, they climbed up onto the roof Pull back the slits on the roof and let the sick man down to the feet of the Lord Jesus. You know, the press plays a part in keeping money from the Lord. Oh yes. The press would represent those friends. Those worldly friends of those who need to know the Lord. They would represent those friends because the individual would say, I would like to know the Lord, but my friends would laugh at me. My friends would laugh at me and say, You you become a Christian? My old drinking bodies, what would they say if they heard I had got dark in their words, I've got good living? What would they say? And they proved to be a hindrance, like the press, and they hinder individuals from coming and receiving the Lord Jesus let me say this today don't let anybody stop you from coming to Christ from coming to know the Lord Jesus someone said your friends may laugh you into hell but they'll not laugh you out of it." how true that is individuals are afraid that their friends would laugh at them and they said with God feet they're like the press they keep individuals from the Lord and so there's the hindrance but notice something else notice the haste they hate we read in verse 4 and he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree for to see him for he was to pass that way he ran there's his haste but then you go on and we read and when Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said unto Zacchaeus make haste and come down for today I must abide at thy house and so you see how the Lord as it were was in full agreement with Zacchaeus Zacchaeus made haste by running climbing up into a sycamore tree he made haste and when the Lord came to this place where Zacchaeus was the Lord said make haste and come down oh that men and women sinners would follow the example of Zacchaeus unfortunately you talk to anyone or some people about salvation and say, oh, I'll wait, i so think of plenty of time, boast not thyself of tomorrow, thou knowest not what the day may bring forth. And then a the two, there Zacchaeus ran he ran to the Lord I'm sure you would agree that seeing Zacchaeus run to see the Lord and to meet the Lord would speak of urgency would it not this was an urgent matter Zacchaeus wanted to know the Lord Zacchaeus needed to know the Lord And of course, he wasn't the only one who, when the Lord was there, ran to meet him. And all who ran to meet Christ sets an example for others to follow. What does Zacchaeus do? He ran. the Lord had a once only visit to the land of Gadara a once only visit to meet with one man that one man called himself Legion but the Lord got out of the boat we are told And when he, Legion, saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Zacchaeus ran to meet the Lord. Legion ran to meet the Lord, Mark 5 and verse 6. Would you not agree? Listen, would you not agree that the chaos and legion have set a good example for every sinner? Set a good example for every sinner to follow. Run, run, run to Christ, not away from Him. But run to him. We read of another individual who when the Lord appeared ran to him. In Mark 10 and verse 17 And when he was gone forth into the way There came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good Master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Here was the, the rich young ruler. When he saw the Lord, he ran to Christ. He had every good reason to run to Christ because he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? In other words, the young man was thinking about eternal matters. And when it comes to eternal matters, listen, you need to run to Christ. He cannot afford to let him pass by. It's an urgent matter. That rich young man, the rich, rich young ruler, ran to Christ. Legion ran to Christ. The ran to Christ. It's an example for every sinner to follow. Run. Christ there's no time to lose follow the example of each of those individuals we have mentioned regarding his pursuit we have noticed the hindrance (coughs) and the haste he ran There's also here his hope. His hope. We're told Zacchaeus ran and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him listen for he was to pass that way. Those are important words. That would have been important for Zacchaeus he was to pass that way. See, the Lord would never pass that way again. The Lord was on his way to be crucified. He would never pass that way again and here was Zacchaeus and he knew that the Lord would not pass that way ever again and Zacchaeus used common sense the Lord would not pass that way again no wonder then he ran to see the Lord, to meet the Lord and get to know the Lord. I, I wish that more individuals would behave as a Christian because the Lord has passed them by week after week as they've heard the gospel. But there'll come a day when he'll not pass that way again. He will not pass that way ever again. The opportunity will have gone the opportunity to know Christ would have gone. And to be left without hope. They would be left without hope, oh, that others would be as wise as the chaos was. He ran ahead of Christ climbed up into the sycamore tree hoping to see the Lord because he would not pass that way again. That day will come for every sinner. Listen, that day will come for every sinner. The day when the Lord will come by that sinner for the very last time. The day in which it will be the last opportunity for the sinner to cry out to Christ, Lord, save me. Maybe that day is today, 5th day of June, 2022. And the Lord will pass you today for the last time. Think about that. And be wise even as the cast was lying. And we're told then and when Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw heaven, and said unto him the cast, make haste and come down for today I must abide at thy house his curiosity we've seen something of his curiosity this morning Lord willing tonight we'll consider something of his conversion and how it all came about and the Lord bless His Word to our hearts this morning. Let's bow in Lord, dear Lord, of loving God, we pray that today some man or woman, young person, will be wise, wise unto salvation, And will run to Christ for the opportunity may never come again. Lord, may they make haste even today for they know not what a day will bring forth. Lord, write thy word upon our hearts. May we apply our hearts unto wisdom. Lord bless thy word and use it today to the glory of thy days. Be with us now Lord as we part the one from the other. Grant us trembling mercy home. And Lord return us to thy house this evening to learn more by this man who went from curiosity to being converted. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide and remain with us now and until the day breaks and the shadows all flee away. Amen.